with a three-pointer up and oh. count it. Count it there Pure shooter there. Game. Pure shooter just drained it. Hello, Northwest Iowa, and welcome to the Siouxland Ballcast, the podcast that looks exclusively on the Siouxland Conference basketball. So we had a pretty interesting week this week. It was the uh, season opening week, and it really opened our eyes to uh, what kind of teams we actually have in this conference. Uh, I, I think I was pretty spot on with most of them. However, uh, I was not right on with all of them. So uh, let's take a look at the scores we had this week and just check out what the uh, openers were like. So the first game we have is Okaboji at Sioux Center. And, uh, well, not a lot of surprises for me in this one. Uh, we had Sioux Center winning this one by nine. Uh, let me pull up the... Uh, over-under on this game. So we had Sioux Center at home, and they were predicted to win by eight points. And, uh, well, it was pretty close to that. So I didn't really, I wasn't really surprised with this one. So uh, we have that. Let's take a look at Okaboji's stat line. Uh, Lucas Lorenzen the sophomore pouring in 23 points. He was 9 for 18 on 1 for 6 for 3, though. So uh, not a huge shooter, but he can definitely score within the three-point line. So that's a, that's a good luck for Okaboji. Uh, usually Okaboji is used to not very good basketball, but I think Lucas Lorenzen has just taken it up a notch for this team and really shown them that they can win. Even though they didn't win this one, they went up against Sioux Center, who's usually pretty tough in the Siouxland, so that's pretty good for them. Also on the stat line, I see he had eight rebounds, so that's pretty good for a sophomore. And uh, two steals, so getting it done on the defensive end. Other than that, uh, Jameson Helmers poured in 16 on a 6-for-20 shooting, though. Um, Kyle Martin, the senior, poured in another 13, pretty good 5-for-9 shooting. And uh, Tyler Adams, 15 points. Very nice for the senior on 5-for-9 shooting as well. So uh, this Okaboji team is showing some promise. Uh, they might need to chuck up some more <laughs> three-pointers during practice because they shot 7-for-27 for threes. That's not very good. Um, they are grabbing boards, I'd say. Uh, not terrible at that. And... Uh, other than that, Okaboji looks pretty promising for this year, but they do take the L at Sioux Center. Uh, taking a look at Sioux Center's uh, stat line, a leading scorer for them, it was tied between Wilson Harshbarger and Damon Walhoff. They both poured in 18 points, so uh, that's good. Some senior leadership they have there going on at Sioux Center. Um, other than that... Uh, they shot very well this game, so uh, hats off to them. They had they were 30 for 56 for field goals, 8 for 20 for three-pointers, so that is pretty dang good. That's shooting 40%. Wow. Good job, Sioux Center, with their three-pointers. Um, grabbed 28 boards, so they did not out-rebound Okaboji, but uh, they, they can definitely shoot, I will say that. 
Uh, They had nine steals in this game. That is pretty good, including uh, Christian Vieter pouring in two steals, so good D. So a pretty decent start for Sioux Center. Uh, I I don't think they will be what they usually are when they put out for basketball, but uh, pretty decent start for Sioux Center. Hats off to them. Uh, They start the season 1-0 on Tuesday. That same Tuesday night, this one was a shocker for me. Uh, Central Lion takes down George Little Rock in Rock Crabbits. The final score was 61-56. to um, I honestly expected GLR to win this one by like 10, but I feel like I might be showing some bias considering I graduated from there and played on that team for quite a bit. But uh, yeah, Central Lion played very well that game. They shot, let me see. Well, 21 for 49, um, they were very hot in the first half, I can tell you that. I did watch the uh, second half, and they were up big, but uh, GLR kind of made a run, kind of made a comeback, but uh, could not close it out. So uh, good job, Central Lion. That is their first win over George Little Rock since, I believe, 2016 or 17. It's been a while for them. Um, of course, recently with their down years and uh, George Little Rock's up years had something to do with it. But, uh, yeah, they get the win against George Sidorak. Uh Let's take a look at the stat line first for George Sidorak, the visitors. Uh, Peyton Malton poured in 21 points. Uh, pretty good job for Peyton. He's probably going to have to take that scoring load for the entire season if George Sidorak wants, to, wants a shot at uh, making some noise in the playoffs. Uh, Matt Haken poured in 14 points. Pretty good. Uh, low post threat. And as well as uh, Ben Anderson really went off in this one. Um, didn't shoot too much, but when he did, he made it. Uh, three for four for threes, four for five on field goals. That is a very good clip. Good job, Ben. Um, George Lidrock surprisingly got out-rebounded in this one, though. They only had 25 boards compared to Central Lions 35. Um, this is basically what I expect from George Lidrock. They... Uh, their top two did very good, as well as a role player, Ben Anderson, doing very good with his shooting. But other than that, not too much from George Zidrock. Um They got down early, and they just couldn't shake it. Uh, but for Central Lion, uh, Cole Hungendorn was the lead scorer for them with 18 points on a 6-for-17 shooting. So not great shooting, but he did get the points. Uh, Mason Gurlman went 5 for 9, as well as 3 for 6 for 3, so good job, Mason, with the shooting. Um, other than that, yeah, the rebounding was huge for Central Lion. Um, yeah, they out-rebounded GLR by 10, which is very surprising, uh, but I guess Matt Haken can only do so much for the rebounding for George Sotorak. So yeah, 61 to 56. Uh, Central Lion definitely overcame that 26-point well, GLR was favored by 26 in this one, so they yeah, showed <laughs> showed that was not true in this one. Now, moving on from that game, we have Sheldon at Rock Valley. Uh, I was not expecting Sheldon to even put up a fight in this one, but they did. They put up a fight. Uh, they came back. They were down big earlier, but they came back uh, from quite a bit, I think. It said um, after two, it looked like it was Rock Valley 28 and Sheldon 17. And uh, they came back to lose this one by eight. Uh, Rock Valley seemed to push their lead even further past the third quarter. 
And then fourth quarter was big for Sheldon, but they did not get enough. Uh, leading scorer was uh, Ty Sudbeck. He is who I'd expect for them to score a lot for them. Uh, six for ten for threes, so that was a pretty good clip. Uh, but that's that's what you're going to get from Sheldon. You're going to get uh, they they just want to shoot threes, and some nights it's going to be very good for them. Other nights not so much. But uh, this one did pretty good, but they just cannot pull out that win against Rock Valley. Um, Mitchell Wolf had 16 points on 6 for 10 shooting. Uh, let me take a look at the rebounding. They had 18 rebounds compared to Rock Valley's 25, so they got out-rebounded there. Not a very big team, so I can see why. But, uh, yeah, Sheldon shot well and actually stayed in this one, so hats off to them. Then we have Rock Valley uh, coming off the year where <laughs> a lot of seniors left, and basically the only person left is Jackson Russ from that team. But uh, yeah, Jackson Russ showed up in this one, scoring 29 points. Very good for a 32-minute game. That was, that was very good. Um, 9 for 16 shooting. Um, 4 for 9 for 3 is not bad. And 7 for 8 for the free throw. So he definitely attacked the basket, but that's just what Rack Valley does. And they just showed that getting to the rim compared to shooting at all the time, can get you wins, especially over this uh, Sheldon team. So, yeah, final score, Sheldon 61, Rock Valley 69. Nice. Uh, good win for Rock Valley, but good job from Sheldon who's staying in that game. Uh, then we have MLC Floyd Valley at Boyden Hall. And uh, MLC Floyd Valley handed Boyden Hall their first loss of the season in the first game of the season. I was not expecting that whatsoever. But uh, good job from MLC. I do not have their stats in front of me because they did not post them. Uh, just what MLC does a lot of times. But I can tell you right now that I'm going to guess that <laughs> Alex Van Kalsby had had at least... 20, 30, somewhere around there, because he, if there's an MVP for the Siouxland Conference, he's getting it this year, uh, unless something drastic happens. But uh, good job for MLC. Let's check out uh, Boyden Hall's stats. Uh, Tanner DeSlaw, the sophomore, had 24 points for them on 9 of 21 shooting. Not great, but pouring in 24 is definitely an accomplishment, especially for a sophomore. Um, other than, than that, uh, 10 points from Keaton Mosier, and no one else was in double digits. Oh, man. Uh, I really expected Keaton Mosier to put up a lot more points, but uh, either someone shut him down or he was just not having a good night because he went 4-11 on the night as well as 2-8 for, for three-pointers. Not great. Um, I'm going to have to say that this game either was MLC Floyd Valley just showing that they are the team to beat in the Siouxland, or it was just uh, the seniors for Boyden Hall maybe just not be showing the leadership that they need to right now. But it is a process, especially when you're a senior, to uh, take a group of guys and just show them, uh, just lead them to victory, and especially a very good MLC team. But uh, hopefully Boyden Hall can learn along the way and maybe be the same team they were last year, if not better. But, uh, yeah, that second quarter was a big killer for Boynton Hall. Only scored six points compared to MLC Floyd Valley's 18. Uh, 
They upped it in the third quarter. They scored 11. MLC scored 7, but it just was not enough as they tied in the fourth quarter, and MLC takes this one by 3. A very exciting game, by the way. Uh, but hats off to MLC. Great game. Moving on from that one, we have another MLC game. This one, I believe, is on a Thursday. It was MLC Floyd Valley at Spirit Lake. And again, no stats for MLC, but they lost this one by one, which was basically what the line was. Uh, this is exactly what I expected. Spear Lake is a very good team. I believe they beat Sioux City West, so that is an accomplishment. And uh, yeah, MLC just lost them by one. Uh, great game from MLC. Uh, by, this is just a one-point game, and this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. Uh, Spear Lake, however, just... Got this one right at the end. Uh, at the end of the third, MLC was down by six, but uh, they came back and they lost by one, though. But uh, let's take a look at some stats for Spirit Lake. Uh, Luke Seidels had 20 points, and he, he was the leader for uh, Spirit Lake last night. Went seven for 11, uh, five for eight for threes. That's very good. But, uh, yeah, they... Picked up 27 boards, uh, had 11 assists. This was just a solid game for Spear Lake and a solid game for MLC. Uh, hopefully MLC can shake that one off, but just that was a very good game from MLC and a very good game from Spear Lake. So nothing to be ashamed of there. Uh, next game we have Central Lion at Rock Valley. Absolutely no team posted stats for this one, but let's just take a look at the box score. Uh, Central Lion <laughs> lost this one 66 to 90. All I have to say is that has got to be some either very great shooting from Rock Valley or some very horrid defense from Central Lion. Scored 90 points on them. And keep in mind, Central Lion scored 66. That's not a terrible offensive night. That is like above average offense, <laughs> especially in the Siouxland. But you allow 90 points to someone, you just. There's almost no hope for you winning this one. And yeah, that's exactly what happened. They lost by 24 points. Uh, that defense had to have been atrocious. Uh, you can't allow someone to score 25 points in a quarter. And they scored at least 20 points every single quarter. So that's just great shooting by Rock Valley or very terrible defense from Central Lion. But uh, this one shows me that Central Lion can play. Yeah, this is... Central Line can play, but their defense needs their defense needs some work. Uh, yeah, middle of the pack, especially what I thought beginning of the season. They're going to be about middle of the pack, and that's what I expect from Central Lion. Uh, next game is Sibley Ocheden at Boyden Hall. This one was just an angry game for Boyden Hall after coming off that loss against MOC. Uh, <laughs> and who better to take it out on than Sibley Ocheden? Wow. Um, an outstanding defensive night for Boyden Hall. The score was 68-31, to 31, Boyden Hall wins. In the third quarter, Boyden Hall allowed only four points. That is great defense. Um, yeah, let's take a look at some stats. First for Boyden Hall. Leading scorer was Marcus Kelderman. Uh, he really showed up. I was not expecting Marcus Kelderman to have the most points for Boyden Hall, but he had 22 on 7 for 14 shooting and 2 for 5 from 3 point line, 6 for 7 from the free throw line, uh, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals. Wow. This team had 16 steals in this game. That was more than they had assists. 
A great game from Boyd Hall. A very angry game, it looks like. Oh, man. This this was a good one. Not going to lie. This is a good one from Boyd Hall. Uh, really showing that they can take out the weaker teams, which is exactly what the stronger teams will do. Uh, let's take a look at Sibley Ochin, though. Uh, one person had double digits, and that was Caleb Meyer, their leading scorer from last year. He had 6 for, six for 14, no three shots. In fact, uh, oh, man, this is a atrocious shooting night. They went 1 for 10 for threes. Only one person hit a three, and that was Trevor Doden. 11 for 36 from the field. 8 for 17 from the free throw line. Wow. This does look like a track team for Sibley Ochin. Hopefully they can change this up, but <laughs> not a lot of hope going into them right now. But, again, this is Boyden Hall, who, is, who went to the state championship last year, looking to do that again. But great game from Boyden Hall. Uh, next game we have Okaboji at Sheldon. Uh, this one I expected to be somewhat of a game, maybe a 10-point game. Now, this one was a 21-point game, a Okaboji win. Okaboji serious. That's, that's all I got to say. They are serious about this, and they, they're going to make some noise. In fact, a 32-point game from Lucas Lorenzen. Man, what a baller. 14 for 21 from the field. One for three from three-point line. Yeah, he's not going to make too many threes, but he can definitely score. He has got the Mamba mentality. Three for three from the free-throw line. Um, sorry, three for five from the free throw line. 17, he had 17 boards. Oh, man, he, three steals as well. Oh, man, a young, <laughs> he's only a sophomore. This is like, this is Luka Doncic-esque. Uh, except the passing, he had zero assists. But still, can grab boards, can score like that? Man. This kid is the future of the Siouxland. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. He is the future of the Siouxland Conference. Nothing can change my mind. 32 points as a sophomore. Gosh, that is amazing. Uh, Jameson Helmer is also pouring in 24. That is also amazing. 5 for 11 from the field. 1 for 4 for 3. This team, Okaboji cannot shoot threes very well, but they can score no matter what. They poured in 70 points this night. 34 boards. Half of that was Lucas Lorenzen. This kid is amazing. Um, then we got Sheldon scoring 49. <laughs> um, yeah, Ty Subek, uh only shot one three. Wow, I expect him to shoot a lot more. Uh, Sheldon wants to stay in games, give that kid the ball at the three-point line. Uh, Mitchell Wolf had 13, and Trey Itama had 11, so good games from them. Yeah, three for 10 for three-point line, and uh, 17 for 45 from the field. Sheldon needs to up their shooting. Uh, unless that was just very good defense by Okaboji, which could be they had six steals on the game. And half of that was Lucas Lorenzen, and uh, only one block, but they were probably contesting those shots unless they're just awful shooting night for Sheldon. But yeah, 70-49, to 49, Okaboji takes it over Sheldon. Uh, next game is West Lyon at George Little Rock. Uh, no stats posted for West Lyon, but... Uh, they did not, there was no offense to start this game. Five for eights, but I'm going to guess that's a lot of defense, which is the games that I love. Uh, oh, man, not a very good fourth quarter for George Rock. They allowed Westline to score 25 on them in a quarter. When you let a team score 25 on you in a quarter, especially in high school basketball, that's never going to be a good sign for you. Uh, George Rock was actually up in this one until the fourth quarter. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, 
this really shows that George the Rock definitely has some work to do. Um, I expected them to be middle of the Siouxland, maybe a little higher than that, but at this rate, they're not going to do that. They need to learn defense. Uh, not necessarily. They were doing very good on defense for the first three quarters, but like clutch defense. You need to, your defense needs to be kicking it in the fourth quarter. That is how you win games. And uh, Peyton Mullen did all he could. He had 26 points, uh, 8 for 21 shooting, not great. 5 for 14 from the three, not great, but he did get those points in. 5 for 6 from the free throw line, however, very good. Um, besides that, we had no one else in double digits. Matt Haken went 2 for 13, including 1 for 4th for 3. Uh, maybe he did add a 3-point game, but that needs to translate to the court. Um, yeah, not great, not a great night from Matt Haken. You usually expect him to get you more than 7. Uh, 10 rebounds, though. He'll, he'll get you that on a normal night. 6 blocks, though. Great, great night. Uh, defensively for Matt Haken, you're always going to get that. Oh, he actually fouled out in this one. I'm going to guess that's that's what happened in the fourth quarter. Fouled out, and then Westline just scored in the paint because once you take Matt Haken out of the paint, you've got you got a free lane to the basket, basically. Uh, but yeah, George Zodorak needs to uh, learn some defense, some clutch defense, because they can't be reliant on Matt Haken 24-7. Um, but a good game from us, Lion, especially taking advantage of that uh, fouling out. They did what they could, and they got the win. Uh, so like, you can really say for West Lion. Uh, but yeah, 55-50, to 50, West Lion takes that one at George. Uh, next game we have is the battle for Sioux County. Sioux Center at MLC Floyd Valley. Uh, this one, this one looks like it came down to the wire. Uh... This box score is kind of put in wrong because uh, if this is right, they should be a lot more than 57 to 61. But let's let's forget about the box score, considering that looks inaccurate. Uh, 57 to 61, MLC Floyd Valley takes the battle of Sioux County. Um, but I do I was actually pretty surprised that Sioux Center put up this much of a fight. I was not expecting a close game. I was expecting like a 10, 12 point game. But uh, good fight for. Sioux Center. Let's take a look at their stats. Eli Hibma poured in 14 points, but Wilson Harshbarger still stole, uh, stole the show with 23 points for Sioux Center. Uh, 10 for 20 shooting, 3 for 5 for 3. Did not realize he had a three-point game like that. Uh, good shooting, Wilson. But uh, yeah, it's a good stat line for Wilson Harshbarger. Good stat line for Eli Hibma. Um, other than that, not too much contribution for. Sioux Center, uh, Damon Wal Walhoff had 11 points, but that was the other <laughs> double-digit scorer. Uh, it just really came down to who had the better stars in this one, and it was MLC Floyd Valley. Alex Van Kalsbeek poured in 22 points on 10 for 13 shooting. Very nice. Uh, Kyle Christie poured in 15 with 6 for 12 shooting. Very good. Um, other than that... Uh, <laughs> Sioux Center got out-rebounded, 34-25. to 25. So uh, they actually had seven steals, but that's not very impressive considering MLC Floyd Valley's 11 steals. So a uh, very good game from MLC. Uh, glad Sioux Center put up a fight in that one, but just came down to have the better stars, and that answer was MLC Floyd Valley. 
Uh, but yeah, final score, Sioux Center 57, MLC Floyd Valley 61. Um, now we have the Saturday game. There's one Saturday game played, and this is uh, an annual game, annual game. Uh, South O'Brien played Sheldon at South O'Brien. So uh, let's take a look at this one. The final score was Sheldon 38, South O'Brien 56. Basically your average game that I would have expected in this one. Uh, Sioux Center, oh, sorry, Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon, let's take a look at their stats. Uh, only scored nine points in the fourth. Uh, not very good. But Ty Sudbeck, he went four for nine for threes. Not terrible, as well as six for 13 from the field. Um, yeah, <laughs> Ty Sudbeck is basically, if he's shooting well, then Sioux Center at least has a chance. But even in this one, this is just South O'Brien, man. <laughs> they are a very good team, returning most of their players from last year who went to sub-states. Uh, you're just not going to get very lucky against South O'Brien with their zone defense. And that's just, their zone defense is insane. I can tell you from experience <laughs> that zone defense is insane. Maybe it's different with the athletes they got, but that is a very good coaching staff at South O'Brien. Um, let's take a look at stats. Yeah, Ty Sudbeck, the only person above seven points for Sheldon. So, yeah, you, need, you needed more con contributions from the other players for Sheldon. And then Salta Brian, their leading scorers were Alex Preslas and uh, Zeke Lundquist. I believe those are two stars from last year. Poured in 14 points each. Um, Alex was 6 for 8, and Zeke was 7 for 9. And, uh, wow, Alex wasn't even starting. You feel like you should start him at that point. But that's just South O'Brien, very deep basketball team who can score whenever and have an insane zone defense. So uh, that's just what you expect from South O'Brien. Final score was Sheldon 38, South O'Brien 56. So uh, that was your look into week one of the Siouxland Conference basketball. Uh, let's take a look at the... After that, let's take a look at your records. So we got in first place, we well tied for first place, we have Rock Valley at 2-0 overall and 2-0 in the uh, conference. Uh, West, not, West Lions, not next. MLC Floyd Valley is 2-1 overall, but 2-0 in the conference. Uh, West Line is 1-0 overall and 1-0 in the conference. They were scheduled to have a Tuesday game, but they did not play that, so they are now 1-0. Uh, Boyden Hall is 1-1 in the conference and 1-1 overall. Uh, surprising loss to them. Uh, Central Lion had a surprising win, as they are now 1-1 overall and 1-1 in the conference. They already tied. It took them one game to tie uh, their conference record for wins from last year, so congrats, Central Lion. Uh, Okaboji is 1-1 one one in the conference and 1-1 one one overall. They are looking pretty good, actually. Sioux Center is 1-1 one one overall and 1-1 one one in the conference. A uh, little under par for what Sioux Center basketball usually is, but they're not a bad team whatsoever. Uh, Sheldon is 0-3 overall and 0-2 in the conference. George Little Rock, surprisingly, is 0-2 overall and 0-2 in the conference. And then there's Siblio Cheaton. We're supposed to have that game against West Lyon. They didn't have it, so they are 0-1 overall and 0-1 in the conference. 
So as you're looking to the first week of Sioux Lane Conference basketball, now let's take a look at week two of this uh, conference schedule. Oh, and there's some non-conference game this one, but let's take a look at this upcoming week. We have Sioux Center playing Siblio Cheatin at Sioux Center. Uh, that one's looking like Sioux Center's going to take that one pretty easily. So, uh, yeah, we have um, Caleb Meyer and the Siblio Cheatin Generals taking on Wilson Harshbar and the Sioux Center Warriors. So, uh, yeah, I don't expect much of a fight from Sibilo Cheat in that one. I'd say that one's going to be a 15, 17-point game. Uh, moving on from that one, we have Jalen Gramstad and the West Lion Wildcats taking on Cole Hugendord and the Central Lion Lions. This one actually really intrigues me. I'd say Central Lion's going to win this one. I think they're going to win by about five. It's going to be a very close game. I'm not saying Central Lion's going to blow them out by any means. But I'd say a five-point game on this one with Central Lion taking it. Uh, West Lion has looked decent. They've looked decent. They beat George Little Rock, so <laughs> there's that. Two teams that beat George Little Rock, actually. Uh, Central Lion really surprised me with that one. But, yeah, I'd say they're going to win against West Lion. This one is at Rock Rabbits. Um, then we have, let's see here, Lucas Lorenzen. <laughs> Honestly, he might be MVP of the Sioux I don't know. Lucas Lorenzen and the Okaboji Pioneers facing off against Jackson Russ and the Rock Valley Rockets. I really like this game. This is going to be a very good game. This one is at Rock Valley. Um, yeah, I, off the top of my head, I really can't tell you a final score because this one might be like a one-point game. But I'm going to say Rock Valley wins this one by three. Uh, just because of the depth they have, as much as a baller as Lucas Lorenzen is, uh, Rock Valley always just has a full team ready to go. I expect Rock Valley to win this by three. But by no means am I very confident in that one. Okaboji might take this one. But yeah, Rock Valley, I'm going to say by three. Remember, this one is Tuesday, December 10, 7.45 at Rock Valley High School. Uh, this next one is another Tuesday night game at 7.45. This one, <laughs> this one's always a good one. This one is George Little Rock. This is Peyton Malton and the George Little Rock Mustangs facing off against Keaton Mosier in the Boyden Hall Comets. Uh, this one's a rivalry game. So just like college football, you never know what you get with rivalry games. I believe one year we had Boyden Hall do amazing. Yet they lost to George Little Rock. And then we had another year, George Little Rock was doing amazing. They lost to Boyden Hall. Yeah, this one, you just never know what you're going to get. Uh, but for going off uh, the skill and the leadership of these teams, I'm going to say Boyden Hall takes this one. Um, I'd want to say they win this in a close one, which they very well, white, uh, very well might. But I'm going to say Boyden Hall is going to take this one by 15 points against George Sotorak. This one is at Boyden Hall. So, yeah, Boyden Hall over George Sidorak is what I'm expecting from that one. But definitely go to that game. That's going to be a good one. Uh, last game of Tuesday night is going to be Sheldon. We have uh, Mitchell Wolf in the Sheldon Orabs facing off against Alex Van Callsbeek and the MLC Floyd Valley Dutchman. Oh, this one's not going to be very interesting. I expect MLC Floyd Valley to win this one by 20, maybe even 25. Sheldon not looking very good, unless they can get Tide Subek to uh, 
absolutely shoot the lights out. I'm not expecting Sheldon to even put up a fight in this one, as Alex Van Kallisbeek is just going to mop the floor with Sheldon. But yeah, I expect MLC to win this one by 25 points. Uh, we actually have a Thursday night game. This one is Okaboji taking on Harris Lake Park. This one's at Harris Lake Park. And uh, Lucas Lorenzo might put down 40 on them. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. Uh, this is Outer Conference. Harris Lake Park is not a very good team. <laughs> they, they usually never are. This one's actually at 445. So a little earlier game. But yeah, I expect Okaboji to win this one by 20 points. I'm going to take Okaboji over Harris Lake Park by 20. Remember, this one is at Harris Lake Park High School. And now let's move to the Friday night games, the best games around Friday nights. Uh, we have Rock Valley. We have Jackson Russ and the Rock Valley Rockets facing off against Jalen Gramstad and the West Lion Wildcats. Um, I expect Rock Valley to win this one. I'm going to say they win it by 15. Even This is at West Lion. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be not a very good game. Uh, West Lion is a little below average, in my opinion. Meanwhile, Rock Valley is surprising me. And they I think they will win this one by a lot. I take back what I said from the beginning of the season with saying that they are they don't have a chance at state. They might. They might pull off the same thing that they did last year. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, West Lion, Rock Valley, at West Lion, I expect uh, Rock Valley to win this one by, like, 15. Uh, next game on a Friday night, this one is at George Little Rock High School. We have Sioux Center at George Little Rock. Um, this one, I think, should be a pretty good game. Uh, if George Little Rock can put up a fight, uh, I'd say they, they could possibly win this one if they put up a good fight, but I'm going to say Sioux Center takes this one by 10. But yeah, I'm taking Sioux Center by 10 points against George Little Rock. Remember, this one is Friday night at George. Um, next, we have the Sibley Ochin Generals. We have Caleb, Ma Caleb Mayer and the Sibley Ochin Generals facing off against Mitchell Wolf and the Sheldon Orabs. Uh, Mitchell Wolf needs to put some work in this season. Uh, Tide Sudbeck can only do so much. Uh, this one actually should be a pretty good game, but I'm going to take Sheldon by five points in this one. Expect Sheldon by five over Sibley Ochin. Uh, Sibley Cheatin, obviously, their heads aren't held too high after that loss against Boyden Hall. But expect them to to give Sheldon a fight in this one. I expect Sheldon winning over Sibley Cheatin by five. This one is at Sheldon High School. Uh, next game we have is Central Lion. We have Cole Hugendorn and the Central Lion Lions facing off against Keaton Mosier and the Boyden Hall Comets. Oh, man, this could either be... A close one or just a blowout? There is no in between for this one. Uh, but in my prediction, <laughs> we have... I'm going to say Boyd Hall takes this one over a central line by 15 points, is what I'm going to say. Uh, but yeah, this one should be a good one. Hopefully, <laughs> it could be. Uh, but yeah, Boyd Hall just looking phenomenal after their stumble out of the gate. And a central line, surprisingly, a little better than what I thought they were going to be. Uh, but yeah, I expect Boyden Hall to take this win over Central Line by 15. This one is Friday night at Boyden Hall High School. Uh, last game of the night, we have the Okaboji Pioneers. Actually, we have Lucas Lorenzen and the Okaboji Pioneers facing off against Alex Van Kalsbeek and the MLC Floyd Valley Dutchman. 
Um, the game might not be amazing in this one, but I expect to have just pound-for-pound pound MVP battle between Alex Van Kalsbeek and Lucas Lorenzen. This one might decide who the be best player in the Siouxland Conference is. Uh, Lucas Lorenzen obviously doesn't have as great as, of a team behind him as Alex Van Kalsbeek does. I expect MLC Floyd Valley to take this one by 10 points against Okaboji. But yeah, whoever <laughs> outperforms who in this one, in my opinion, is my Siouxland MVP. But yeah, we have, I'm going to say, MLC Floyd Valley takes this win over Okaboji by 10. This one is Friday night at MLC Floyd Valley High School. And we have a Saturday game. This one is at 1.30 on Saturday. And uh, I can't really tell you how this one's going to go. This one is West Lyon taking on St. Thomas More at the Pentagon in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, those are usually pretty exciting games, but uh, don't really have an opinion for this one. Um, I don't know who St. Thomas More is and how good they are, but since it's exciting, I'll take West Lyon. I'll take them by three. I'll give them that three points against St. Thomas More at the Pentagon. So that's going to be exciting. Show up at Sioux Falls on Saturday afternoon, 1.30, West Lyon, St. Thomas More. Be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't, though, because I, I am in Cedar Rapids. But for you in Northwest Iowa, go to that game. Going to be exciting. Always Pentagon games are exciting. Uh, but, yeah, that is a look at week two. We have covered week one. So uh, let's go to the rankings real quick. At the 1A, 2A, and 3A rankings, according to BC Moore, which, in my opinion, is the best. Because it takes the strength of schedule, your offense average, and your defensive average. And puts it all into one ranking to show you where you are. So we have, in 1A, the only team that is ranked is, well, ranked in the top 10 for Siouxland, is the only 1A team, George Larac, with uh, their ranked third in schedule, which does not surprise me at all. Siouxland is always tough. Yeah, their offense average is 67th in 1A. This is out of 146 teams, so that's not, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. And then 112th in defense, that is where I'm concerned. Georgia Sorak's defense needs to step up. You can't just rely on one guy the entire night. Um, move your feet, <laughs> Mustangs. That's all I have to say. Um, yeah, Georgia Sorak still they're still in it. I would never count them out because once you are done playing the Siouxland teams, all you have to play is some random 1A teams from the Siouxland. That that's when you get your puncher's chance. So Georgia Sorak 10th in 1A. Uh, for 2A we have. <laughs> Boyden Hall slipped down after I think they were ranked second or third in 2A last week. They are now eighth in 2A. Uh, still a chance at state, obviously, if you were in the top 10, I'd say. You really have a really good chance at state. Uh, 11th in the rankings is Sioux Center. Uh, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good for Sioux Center. Uh, they're usually up in the top 10, but not bad, Sioux Center. Uh, Okoboji. Okoboji is actually 15th in the standings for 2A for the rankings. Uh, pretty good, especially with uh, Lucas Lorenzen leading them. Not a bad leader at all. So good job to Okaboji. They're usually pretty down there, but 15th, not bad. Um, 21st is Central Lion. I was not expecting this at all, but I don't think they've put in their loss to Rock Valley yet. 
So there's that. Uh, 21st to begin it. That's not bad at all. Good, good job, Central Line. They're usually down in the hundreds, so definitely a big step up. And uh, still on uh, top 25, Rock Valley, which I'm sure they will go up after they put in the win. Uh, 25th in 2A, not bad. They're always the dark horse. That's, that's where they're the most scary is about that 25, 20 range. But, uh, yeah, keep pushing on uh, Rock Valley. And uh, the only team in 3A is MLC Floyd Valley for 3A. And they are ranked number four in 3A. So this could be a very big year for MLC Floyd Valley early on. Uh, ranked second in schedule, really, with a bunch of teams that are playing in 2A and 1A. That is very good. So yeah, good job, Siouxland, is all I got to say. But uh, yeah, we have MLC Floyd Valley, fourth in 3A. Very good. Congrats to them thus far. A uh, quick look at the conference rankings. If we're if we're third, if we can make MLC fourth in 3A, what's our ranking like? So there's conference rankings for all the rank for all the conferences in Iowa, and this ranks no matter what the uh, 1A, 2A, 3A, or whatever it is. And ML the Siouxland is right now seventh in the conference rankings. Um, that's pretty good, considering our level is at 2.0. Uh, no one else is. <laughs> um, there's no teams 2.0 or lower below us, so that is very good. We're actually better than a conference that has a 3.0 and a 3.17. That is like average as 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A. So we're doing better than the Southeast Conference, which is mostly 3A and 4A teams. So... Good job, Siouxland. Keep pushing. This is definitely the, the best small ball. <laughs> Not small ball as in like small centers, but like small school basketball conference in the state of Iowa. So good job, Siouxland. Good job, teams. Uh, good luck next week. This was the Siouxland Ballcast. I will see you all next week. Have a great week.